Welcome to Road to Blake Street Banter. That's fun to say. Just this is the second time tonight I've said it. So fun. I like, I like it. You sent that to me, and I was like, that's the one. That's what we've been looking for. James gave me a thumbs up on the text message too. So I was like, all right, this is it. Once we get Mike on the in the graphic team on it to make a new logo or something. But yeah, road- it's almost like you're you're a marketing major or something. I was an advertising major for a semester and really paying off. about 25 years ago, yeah. it seems like. It's yeah, just really, really there. off right there. Yeah, yeah, my teachers loved my ideas. <laughs> They're like, you should really stick with this. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm out of here. And here I am just talking to you fools. Uh, and you're listening to me, so that's on <laughs> you. That's on you. <laughs> that, that's on you. I am still winning. But this is the road to Blake Street banter new name same pod here for a good time and we are here for all the minor league stuff that we can possibly do so let's keep rolling with it right fellas um on the tail end of this there is a conversation with some fresno cats family of the pod julian comes back on and if you are listening you might want to go find the youtube at the end of this and just skip the last half hour of this and because he gives us a little tour of jacancy park and he is wearing the taco jersey. He had guns out, tacos on the on the shirt oh. in front. It was gorgeous. And I'm talking about the jerseys, not Julian. Don't get that. Don't <laughs> let that go to your head, Jules. Uh, but huge, huge fan. And uh, Tomas joined us. The IG takeover. If you haven't heard it yet, you should tell all of your friends and shout from the rooftops and tell everybody to go over to our Instagram. Blake Street Banter is going to be in Fresno opening night april 8th uh the game time is at 10 o'clock eastern time 6 50 on the pacific coast just good fun stuff and we are just continuing to try to give you a just a fun different look at this and we have some talks with spokane indians somebody's gonna be able to take a uh, fan takeover in spokane and you can't ever see their game so if if you are a rocks fan, if you are a minor league fan, like you might want to just go find our Instagram, Blake Street, spell street out banter. Um, but yeah, fellas, we this is the last pod. The next time we talk, we would have minor league baseball to talk about. How stoked are we? I'm gonna cry thinking about it. <laughs> are you going to any of the games this week? Um I think they're at home, aren't they? No, they start in Oklahoma City. Oh, that's right. So that's right. I, knew I that. think in two weeks, two weeks from, I think, yesterday, they have their home opener in Albuquerque. So yeah. I'm going to try to make it to one of those games during the series. You know, we might get a mini takeover then. I'll, I'll have some other things to do, but I will have, you know, you have to get some some story shots for Blake Street. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, you are a busy baseball man down in uh, Albuquerque. We're doing a lot of cool stuff for there. Um, James, I'll talk to you. Baseball, meaningful baseballs here. Yeah, can't wait. Big fan. Really just love your addition to the pod. This is just off to a good start. Enthusiast. So, yeah. So, if you do need a breakdown, teams still are not 
announced yet so we don't have any of that yet so if you still need a breakdown of some players to look out for go back to a few pods with our draft with the purple pebble report guys that's honestly probably the best way to get your draft prospect or your prospects information because that was just a fun way to introduce about what 40 40 players yeah yeah a team 40 players just introducing you to all aspects of it and we didn't even talk about the big dogs very much so if you need if you have that itch go back i think it was episode seven um you'll see it there but okay player bios let's start this thing player bios you know the drill i'm talking about ej andrews jr um 13th round 2021 the reason i'm talking about him is because he just announced on twitter that he is going to be assigned to fresno grizzlies source him so i can say it out loud um we have some other things that we can't speak out loud but some of our predictions have been confirmed but ej andrews is going to be a fresno grizzly which is also really cool because dude man went to fresno state he was drafted uh, as a junior out of fresno state 13th round so he's going back home air quotes around that and he's just gonna go have fun with jv and rice and julian and tomas and just do big grizzly things out there so pretty stoked for that that's the first announcement heard it here first you're welcome I wish I had gone because, you know, Fresno State plays in the same conference as, as UNM. I didn't, I didn't go watch a Fresno State game last year. Could have had that inside scoop on EJ Andrews, but, you know. Drop the ball, man. Missed out. Yep. Drop the ball. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Evan Justice, 2021 fifth rounder. You know, this is one of those interesting picks because the Rockies took him a bit early so they could sign him, you know, under his slot value, save some money you know, allocate that money to other guys, but, you know, no knock on, on justice. He's going to bring the gavel down, um, you know, throws hard from the left side. I think he's going to bring that funk you want to see from the arm barn. Um, don't know where he's going. I imagine he's going to join our, our man, EJ Andrews. We just mentioned that. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of lefty funk. So let's go Evan justice. It's kind of a cool name too. I, yeah. I, it brings back David Justice vibes, you know, just the the matcher of the Braves of the 90s. And I just think that even though it's a completely different, you know, and position that, and everything, but still, it's just the vibe. That, that bring the gavel thing down, I, well, that wasn't planned, but I feel like that alludes to the fact that he has a perfect bullpen name. Like, if he's a closer, yeah. like... Oh, so many plays. So many things you can, you can do there. So hopefully Evan Justice, you know, balls out becomes an arm barn candidate you know we love our arm barn candidates here so it'll be fun james give us a justice fun oh the arm barn uh yeah i i agree okay <laughs> drop the gavel down there so maybe we just drop the gavel on james here no just playing you're a great addition to the spawn. <laughs> All right, let's talk uh, prospects of spring training. So we are literally a week away, I think, week left of spring training. Uh, Major League Baseball starts soon, too. That's not the time or place for that conversation. But they are figuring out who goes where with spring training. So there's a few non-roster invites. Since the last time we talked, they have called, called down, pushed, put down, reassigned is the word. Brett Boswell, Kyle Holder, Tim Lopes, and Scott Shevler. Um, and Julian Fernandez is also in minor league camp now, too. So they 
the major league roster is getting figured out. Um, there's still a few names on on the list on the block. You see what I did there? I see, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that. Ty Block is still at Major League Camp trying to figure out what to do. Um, the 28 man roster to start the in April is going to be huge. Like it's just going to be nice to have that extra one or two pieces part of it. So it'll be really interesting once May hits, what that looks like when they, they go back down to 26. But Ty Block, I think um, he's still there. Zach Neal going against each other. And Carlos Perez. Is Carlos Perez going to take Dom, Dom Dong Nunez's spot? I, I, I think so. Um, Dom Nunez is like three steps away from being Mike Zanino. I mean, Mike Zanino hits 230 bombs. Like, that's that's Dom's game. That's what he's gonna be at his top potential. But Perez did that last year in the minor leagues, so um, I think that's gonna happen um, based on Dom's numbers last year and kind of what he's doing now. It's just my take. Yeah, I think I think Dom kind of got. I, I don't know if shoved is the right word, but you know because the Rockies have no catching depth, like he was sort of just by default, the backup catcher last year. And I'm not quite sure he was ready for that. And, you know, we saw that him striking out like about 30% of the time, you know, as James said, Mike Zanino, like batting average, even worse. I think he hit like 182 or something. Um, you know, the power's nice. And it'd be great if he could kind of be what Mike Zanino is at the plate, which sounds funny because everyone, you know, jokes about Zanino, but he produces. And if Nunez could even, you know, getting that that range that'd be kind of nice so in today's game in today's game if you hit 200 and drop 30 bombs or 35 bombs like okay like let's let's do it you know we're all about that you know 10 years ago you would have been like nobody wants any part of that it's like dan ugla numbers yeah <laughs> but especially for the catcher position you know it's hard to find good players at all and so if you get a guy who's actually like decent with the bat you know, you can stomach a low average if you're getting that power. So hey, don't don't curse Tony Walter's name, okay? <laughs> ah, that's a 2018. Old friend Tony. Uh yeah, and spring training numbers are showing that Perez was out hitting Dom Dong here. So Dude, Perez hit some bombs all last year in the minors. And he's, your he's guy. like he's like Crash David, dude. And he's Kevin Carson. Kevin Costner reincarnate, which I think <laughs> even though does. Kevin Costner is still alive, you know, but it's kind of incarnate. Yeah, yeah, reincarnate. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> we are following you for sure, James. Um, but who would have thought we would have had a competition at backup catcher? Like it, it was just, yeah, it's there. The numbers are showing it's there. Nobody's been assigned. Nunez. Yeah, it's there. Heard it here, fro- here first. Like, this is something to watch yeah, out for. Yeah, nice. Yep. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Costner on the roster. Yeah, so. Kevin Costner on the roster. Like that. <laughs> Carlos, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Um, <laughs> anything else that stood out? Chad Cool had an outing today. Did not go well. I read something very briefly. I was busy all day, so. Didn't see a lot of it, but I heard he was experimenting with some stuff, with some grip stuff in the first inning. He just got lit up, so 
that's fine. And then he came back out <laughs> later in the game. He had two appearances in spring training. So <laughs> one game. Yeah. I believe it's a spring training. It's fun. So, so I mean, that's your guy. Yeah. No, that's I'm your guy. I'm, I'm riding high on Chad Cool this year. So I was a little bit like whenever you you kind of have made your takes known and then you see a guy go out there and give up like three runs in the first inning in a spring game, you're kind of like, oh gosh, I look like an idiot right now. But then Thomas Harding came to my defense and he was like, <laughs> now there's nothing to worry about here. Just experimenting with some stuff. So I'm hopeful that, you know, next start, if he gets another spring start, he, you know, ties the bow on spring training here. And then is the fifth starter um, once the season gets going and isn't terrible. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy to let you know that whether he's experimenting or not, he's not going to be good. So, you know, we'll let's buckle in for that. It's we, it's we, going to test my theory, though, of like the way the Rockies like to, you know, pitch that they're throwing like, you know, they throw down in the zone and they do it with some like mediocre fastballs. But because they're mediocre, they're going to get ground balls. So we'll see if Chad Cool's ground ball rate spikes. And, and then I'll be right. I will be right. right. I mean, <laughs> you know, growing up, the only way that I know the Rockies like to pitch is, you know, um, giving away bombs and bull, bullpen implosions. So <laughs> that's what I'm used to. Hopefully, yeah, Cool does not join the club too much. Like, I don't want him to join, like, the, you know, the Wade Davis club where it's like there gets to a point where you're like, I, yeah, Wade Davis comes in the game, I'm not watching anymore because mm-hmm. I want to save – my you know your six pack sanity and stuff like that yeah we need a we need a brainstorm a name for chad cool starts because we had the chichi choo-choos last year that that six (laughs) fifth slash six starter name so get mike on that and come up with something it's got to be the cool white right not bad my advertising teacher my sophomore year of college would be very impressed with you right now get out your cool light cool's light at coors field Okay. Look the cool. balls will be flying light. Look. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on. I, I mean, we're on to it. I mean, <laughs> we're just brainstorming. You know, nothing's been shown here. Just spitballing. Don't, don't be mad at me, Mrs. Johnson. That's fine. Yeah. She, she knew I was a loser anyway. Okay. Predict <laughs> the season. So minor league ball. We talked our major league. We're done with that. You will not hear any more major league roster talk from us today so you're welcome but let's talk predict the season again the rosters aren't made we don't have any of those informations out there for you um so let's just kind of predict to make our hot takes for the minor league season let's just start with very broad sense the best starting pitcher james why don't you start us off uh yeah i said rolson Okay. I don't I don't like that pick at all. Why not? Because he's probably going to be in the majors more than more often than he is in the minors. Yeah, that's I was gonna put, you know, not to spoil things. There were a couple guys I was gonna put in other categories where I was like, I mean, are we gonna count major league time with minor league time? This is like this is just like, minors, it's just yeah, minor we're, league stats. We're done right. with major league talk, so yeah. Right. So I don't like my pick. Okay. Well, we'll get you, we'll come back around to you if you want. 
Yeah, mine, please, please. Mine's going to be Noah Davis. I think the he is kind of the under radar guy right now. A lot of a lot of big looks on uh, McMahon. Uh, it's blanking on his name, but the guy all of LSU that everybody loves, um, uh, Jaden Hill. Jaden Hill. Don't know how I forgot that. Eyes will be on Joe Rock a little bit. And Novus Davis is just kind of that throwing in the Gibbons trade. And I mean, we love him. His stuff is great. He he did do some cool things at spring training. I just think that cool stuff is going to play wherever he goes. He has the experience. He he has the know how. But I think he'll, he'll have the wins, he'll have the REA, he'll have the whip to match it with the big K, K rate too. So Noah Davis is my uh, my pick for best starting pitcher this year. Yeah, yeah I, I really that. like that. He's um, all about adjustments. Smart enough to make all of them, though. And I forgot which pod we were on. Like, our pods are getting confused now, where I compared Davis to Mike Clevenger. I, I really do see that, you know, the hair – um davis has a little bit less of a funky delivery but overall i think that their stuff um you know just to me kind of seems similar but my guy best starting pitcher i'm going with chris mcmahon i'm a chris mcmahon loyalist you know there's a lot of prospect lists that have them you know down in the teens i don't get it frankly um you know i think he's gonna show this season he's got four average or better pitches and he's gonna be dominating um starting in hartford Maybe he gets that triple-A bump. I want, Chris, I want to see you very soon this year in Albuquerque, so let's make it happen. Yeah. He's got to start in Hartford. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to make the Davis-Clevenger comparison until I see Davis getting tatted up on a blog. <laughs> you know, just letting, letting us know his, his thoughts. <laughs> as soon as that happens, then I'm all on board for the, for the Clevenger talk. Both got the both got the Cali vibes though too. So yeah, yeah hopefully just, Davis can stay a little more healthy. Yeah, let's, let's cross our fingers. All right, so who, who is Tommy John? Let's hope that's yeah, Tommy John. He's already done. He's already gone through it once. You only have to go through it once. I hear. Who's your Who's your guy? We'll come back around to you. Make a better pick. Uh, I went with Hill. Oh, Mr. Jaden Hill. Yeah, just because. He said his name, and I'm like, that's a sexy pick. I'm going with Hill. <laughs> a lot of upside with that. There's a yeah. lot of upside, not a lot of high expectations for him in this year. I mean, there are, but not really. Like, my, well, my worry is, is that obviously he was not fully healthy, and so they'll probably take it really slow, and justifiably so. Um, in reality, I know it's going to be somebody that we've never talked about before. I mean, that's just the way minor league systems go. It's going to be somebody that just outworks everybody else and somehow, you know, with a little bit of luck on their side, ends up being one of the better starter pitchers. Um, somebody that comes to mind is Daniel Winker. Do you remember him at all? I do not. Enlighten me. A couple of years ago, he's in the Rocky system, and um, he's not on any prospect radars whatsoever. But in the minor leagues, like, his stats are just popping off the page. Um, and now he pitches um, at least two years ago, maybe last year, he pitched in the Braves system. And then he had Tommy John, like, a whole bunch of stuff. But he made it to the bigs, but he just popped out of nowhere. And that's the way I look at starting pitchers is it's going to be somebody that we haven't talked about. And that's yeah. the reality. That's yeah, someone's going to, like, optimize a pitch. 
and it's going to make them go to that next level. Yeah, and just click and have a little bit of luck on their side and just have that rubber arm and start after start and grind it out. And yeah, it's going to be somebody we haven't talked about. It's the way it is. Yeah, and we have some friends of the pod that might make some noise. Frank Duncan, Nick Bush, Weatherly, Carl Kaufman. Like, there's there's some names out there also that have the skill and the ability to do it. Um, the armbar. Who's going to be the best reliever? I'll start. Duke and Darnell. All right, move on. Who's next? Ooh. Second. Second that. <laughs> I mean, he's done it at every level. It's This is just a put, put the song on repeat thing right now. It's just everything about him. He's just all the numbers say he is going to be good. He's going to be great. And we're going to just keep watching that happen. Hopefully quick stint like last year in Hartford repeat that like what he did in Fresno for like a month and then Albuquerque you never know it'd be pretty sweet uh but yeah Dugan Darnell I think James you said same right anything yep. you want to add any frosting you want to put back on that cake I don't think so I mean I think the stats are going to speak for themselves as far as ERA and you know uh not imploding yeah, yeah don't that's a big stat is not imploding not imploding I'm not sure if that's on the box score or not yet, but I think it needs to be. It's on our box score, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. He's the anti-imploder. There we go. Like, but I was gonna say exploder, go. but I don't think that works. <laughs> 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 Who's your arm barn guy? I'm going with Gavin Hollowell. Um, you know, this is someone he's gotten a lot of love from national scouts Hallowell. on on you know the top 30s and stuff like that, and. He just has that reliever profile. I'm pretty sure he's like a sidearm guy, um, you know, brings some mid-90s stuff. He's done really well wherever he's pitched, I, I and I think he started last year with an injury. So if he starts healthy this year, you know, I think he's a, he's a sleeper to push for the big league roster because I'm pretty sure he's a 2019 draft pick. Not pretty sure. He, he's a 2019, 2019 draft pick. So, you know, you're three years removed from the draft. You're a – really quality reliever like he could be making you know some noise in the upper minors this year um i think people are going to be clamoring for gavin hollowell on blake street you know august I, i'm that's that's my call I, that'd be that'd be sweet yeah a lot of a lot of hollowell love out there I'm definitely here for that that'd be sweet um let's talk bats got the arms out of the way bats bats are what the ladies love, right? Long ball. Who's going to have the most RBIs? RBI. Yeah, RBI. Grammatically correct. Sorry, don't yell at me. RBI in the Rockies minor league system. Tyler, how about you go first this time? I'm like thinking about changing my pick right now. I'll just stick with the one I've got. Um, I, I put Grant Levine down, but thinking about it, in the log jam, like he's probably not going to play, you know, quite every day. Like he's going to play every day, but there's going to be some times where like, you know, you got to give this guy a start. Um, I think Levine will kind of, you know, not start 10 games because of that and miss out on the RBI crown, but he's just a good hitter. Mm -hmm. We saw that in Fresno and, you know, Spokane was a tough adjustment, but I think that this year, Starting somewhere, he's going to get his feet on the ground. Um, just power bat works good at works good at bats. Uh, I think he's going to make a lot of noise, driving a lot of runs. 
yeah, that gap to gap power is going to come into play very nicely there. James, that's a nice little segue. Who's your guy? Uh, yeah, Levine was my probably number two pick, but I'm going Tolia. Uh, just because I think he's got the, the most upside, but I kind of regret making that pick because, again, you know, how long is it before see some major league play? Do we see Tolia as a Rocky this year? I mean, definitely towards the end of the year, especially when you have nothing to play for, which is typically where we're at, am I right? <laughs> I think he might have to get added to the 40. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's on the 40. But well, like, I mean, you, you never know with with some trades, some injuries, things go his way. Might yeah. be there. I mean, he's going to be there before Levine is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so, I mean, think, we'll see what happens. I think he's a guy who's probably going to get added to the 40-man after the season regardless. So it's one of those things where the Rockies might say, hey, we have to do this. Yeah. Why not give him that cup of coffee now? Yeah. So, it's yeah. going to be so interesting to watch the the Montero-Welker filleted uh, Tolia thing play out yeah. this year. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. And with, I mean, 40-man things and not. We're talking about some really good hitting statistics, but like when we're talking about best overall hitters, somebody who is a, I'm really interested in watching is is Mr. Romo at the catcher position. Yeah, like I'm really interested to see his progression and if he keeps it going, because he could be that offensive catcher that we're we're lacking, have lacked for a long time because catching is obviously so weak, not only in the Rockies organization, but in major league baseball in general right and being drafted and being the defensive first catcher and then having the year that romo had last year to like hey i can use the stick too it'll be sweet to see that develop as we go yeah yeah but MacGyver, I mean, mcgyver's like right behind him i mean yeah MacGyver's not something to no he's not either. i mean he, yeah he's he's a great offensive catcher as well yeah let's go yeah we have fun things to watch y'all like the minor leagues. There are stuff to just keep watching as they progress and go. My yeah, RB... I just can't wait. I can't wait till the front office fucks it up. <laughs> You're just the worst. I'm so excited. So negative. I'm a pessimist. Man, just sticking to your, sticking to your whole personality. You're done. Third, You're muted. I'm 13% kidding. Okay. <laughs> My RBI guy is going to be Zach Bean just for obvious reasons. He he led Fresno by 20 RBIs last year with 75. Mateo Gill is the next closest guy with 56. Can imagine he's going to be doing that same thing with Spokane where everything is inflated as is. Um, so Zach Bean is just going to be the Bean dream for a while. Maybe, he's, maybe he makes quick work with Spokane too, but I think the Rockies are going to kind of wait on him a little bit. Um, see how that plays out. Dingers. Ladies love the dingers. Not the mascot. The long ball. Most home runs. I'm going first. Ularis Montero. Same same Dugan Darnell vibes. He's kind of my my dude. Uh, just watch and go. I might get called up, might not. It might be a like late September thing, but they'll already have 50 in the minors by then. So dude is just huge. Dude will mash. Dude mashed last year. Dude mashes. Just call him mash tarot. 
<laughs> Stop. Okay, Mrs. Johnson would not have liked that one. Got it. Taking notes. Okay. Who, who's your who's your long ball king, Tyler? Um, going with Mike Toglia. Um, you just look at him and you're like, that guy's a walking home run. You know, he's big, pretty lofty swing. My only concern, and I haven't looked into his splits, is like I, I don't know how he fares, you know, hitting from each side of the plate. Like maybe he is kind of limiting his power potential by, you know, swinging from one side of the plate that he doesn't have as much power from. I don't know about that, though. That's just me speaking words to, to Sam. <laughs> um, but it, it's a legit possibility. I think switch hitters have a hard time, you know, hitting 20 and 20 from each side. Uh, it's usually like, you know, 25 and 10. So we'll see. But I just, you know, the power is awesome. And um, he's going to get his his opportunity. The Rockies love him, of course. The defense is always going to get in that lineup. So going with Toglia. Jamesy? Yeah, I got Toglia too. Um, but as you're talking about Montero, like I was like, damn, I wish I would have picked Montero because I think it could be him too. <laughs> like seriously, it's, uh, it's going to be one of the two guys for sure. Market, book it, Mike, take note. Tolio Montero bombs. Highest OPS. So OPS is a big thing now, right? On um, just you got the dingers, you got the power. So um getting on base. I'm going Yaquel uh Fernandez. Just everything I hear about him, the way Tyler talks about him, just he has the skills to to mash. He'll start in Fresno, he'll do cool things in Fresno. Just really, I think he'll just be in the top prospect list too. I think his stuff will just play and he's just going to set fire along with Benny Montgomery and company down there. I'm going Yaquel. Yeah, I think he and, and Amador are going to be like Amador is the other one. The international duo of just destruction. They're going to do work. Um, but my OPS guy is Bean. Yeah, I think it kind of just goes without saying. He's the most rounded offensive player in the system. You know, he's going to hit for average. He's going to draw walks. He's going to hit for power. He does it all. So I'll cut it off there because you don't need to say anything else. <laughs> right. Bean dream. Jamesy? I mean, yeah, obviously. I I mean, I have totally up for RBIs, for home runs. I mean, why not for OPS? So <laughs> You're not going to second guess it? I mean, I, I already know I'm going to be wrong, so it's it's fine. Nobody checks these. It's fine. Yeah, this will be good. I mean, if I, yeah, <laughs> right. If I – he's got to hit one of the three is what I'm saying. <laughs> throw his name out there. You will throw a dart and it will hit somewhere. Right. Yes. Next one, my favorite stat that I would I want to see more of, which MLB is trying to get – make that happen, most stolen bases. Who you got, Tyler? I got Blommy. Jack Blomgren, he's just like one of those guys who you would, if you were on the other team, you would hate him because he's scrappy and, you know, scrappy and fast. So I think last year he stole over 30. Hopefully that keeps up in the upper minors. You face, you know, better catchers and stuff. Um, but I like the speed. I like the gamer mentality. I think he's going to, you know, combine the two and, you know, get his head in the game, steal a lot of bags. Blommy. I like that. I like that pick. I went with Zach Veen 
I mean, he does it all. He had 36 down in Fresno. They had that weird goofy rule though with the double picks, but all of his steals were like steals. He was just a smart base burner. And so I think he's just going to take that game, part of his game to the next level. He's a little bit more mature. He's got a full season under his belt, knows what he's going to start looking for. So Zach Veen, Veen dream continues. I don't know how we don't unanimously have Eddie Diaz. It doesn't make any sense to me. He yeah. stole almost 60 bags last year. And somehow we're talking about other people. Dude had 60 bags last year. Yeah, his stats were crazy. I'm looking at his Fresno numbers right now. 81 games, 48 stolen bases. 97 yeah, it, hits, 48 bases. Incredible. Yeah, it, so I, I don't know how you go anywhere else but Eddie Diaz. That might be your first pick that you did better than we did. Sure. Time. I mean, Dean, yeah, Dean's going to get 40 back. Cool. Diaz, Diaz is, is going to do 60. 80. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Okay, you might actually be on to that one, but we will not recognize it if it happens. Yeah, no. Yeah, are you kidding me? Doing it. Yeah, we're, we're not going to recognize it. We're shouting it from the rooftop. No, we are not. Party decks. Um, <laughs> first the major square, find me. <laughs> I'll be right in the middle, yelling at <laughs> Eddie Diaz. <laughs> probably be in the hotel, getting escorted <laughs> out. Eddie motherfucking Diaz. He will steal your girl. He will steal these bags. <laughs> Where you at? Where you at, Montvert? <laughs> First major league call up this year. <laughs> you go last again. <laughs> You're just ridiculous. Right. Uh, let's put some sense into this, Tyler. Who who are you seeing calling up first? Got Masher Montero. Not gonna call him Mash Tara. It sounds. Kind of Mascaro works way better. Masher Montero, like he's just gonna go to Albuquerque for a little bit, hit eight home runs in his first like twelve games, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is like the one of the best hitters we have in the organization. We need him on the roster." Um, so I think I gotta go quick. I gotta go to Albuquerque games quick so I can see him. I don't think he'll be there in May. Oh, you're you're going real quick, quick. <laughs> that's yeah, that's May, bold. Late May, late May, we'll go with. Okay, dang, that's big. Yeah, I mean, my, mine's Montero too. I'm on the Montero train. Mastero, Mastero makes way more sense than Mastered Montero. It's a mouthful, man. I win this. I win this one too. It's Mrs. Like, Johnson of advertising will agree with me on that one. It's like the CJ Crown nickname that we had on Twitter. Yeah, I forget what it was because it was a little too long to. Like, it was terrible. Stick in the mind. Sorry, Mister Lang, that was terrible. Terrible name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> brutal. I I didn't like it. I mean, the fans did. The, it the was, are it in was there. clever, but just like nicknames are tough. Like they, they have to, they have to flow, and that one's just tough. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Um, <laughs> so you all listening, let us know who wins: Aaron's nickname or Tyler's nickname, because James doesn't even like Montero. He doesn't even know who he, he is. He probably doesn't even know where he came from. Who's your call up, James? Such a... um, okay, well, I picked Ezekiel Tovar because defensively he already plays major league level defense for middle infielders. So that's my pick, but I think we all know it's going to be a relief pitcher. And I don't know why we're pretending it's not going to be because that's 
that's how it goes. Uh, pitching staff, especially bullpen, up and down all the time. It's going to be – it's probably going to be somebody like Julian Fernandez or somewhere along those lines. But I'm going to guess Ezekiel Tovar because of, of Glove. James, did you not see the asterisk on our thing that said first MLB cop aside from Julian Fernandez? Yeah. <laughs> apologies. Apologies. Right. Uh, because yeah. that one, that's a pretty, yeah, like thinking about it, that's a pretty obvious one. You know, 40-man reliever, got optioned, like he'll be he'll be up soon. I Honestly, I kind of feel for relievers because they don't get no love, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to prospect rankings. But they're the first ones and the fastest ones in the big leagues, and they're the fastest ones to get shipped out, <laughs> maybe besides the catcher. I don't know. Yeah, and we have a lot of – names that are going to be on that short list there and with pitchers yeah yeah fun factor this is a fun factor discussion like i mean julian fernandez is fun tavar is such a terrible pick <laughs> he's he's he needs another year or two they're not going to start that clock they're not going to waste any options this year on him when you have trejo holder you signed Iglesias yeah. to fill in. I just yeah, that's my fault. I was I was confusing Tovar with Trejo because I know Trejo's already been up. Yeah. So why would you like, confuse him? Well, because I'm just not that smart of a guy. So you really honest. meant Alan Trejo? I mean, kind of. <laughs> kind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh... It's okay. late. Uh, you all, it is it is eleven thirty at night right now. It is late. We all had our day jobs. We just got done drafting. We had a we had all that conversation. I, think I already clarified. I already clarified. It's going to be William Fernandez. So yeah. So you're you're officially changing it to. Yeah, I'm taking the Julian, but you yeah. didn't. Yeah. Okay. But you got Tavar and Trejo. So okay. yeah, I'm just going to shake that one off. Let's let's move on so we don't have to talk to you anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> best minor league record as a team this was a fun one for all of us i went with the spokane indians just because the fresno Grizzlies squad is going up to the next level pretty much like one for one it's kind of how it's setting right now like i'm predicting and they won they had the most wins like top, right so top based on that logic wins. colorado rockies world series 2025 let's go baby yeah exactly i mean 24 25 is the window so yes thank you thank you yeah i'm sure that's the i've been on that i've been on that soapbox for the last month and a half now that's the conversation dick is having around the table right now 2025 boys we're competing until then but then we're really gonna compete i'm gonna have two rooftops we're two party decks we're gonna super compete i'm gonna check i'm gonna turn the scoreboard into a party deck by then (laughs) we're gonna have so many wins Mm-hmm. I would probably get the scoreboard. No, Too much you light. Too much light. They give you sunglasses. <laughs> Those like refractor kind. So it's like you're at a <laughs> rave or something. <laughs> It'd be a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um Rockies turned Woodstock. <laughs> be a blast. Who you got, Tyler? I'm going with the, the yard goats. You know, going off of the Fresno line of thinking that Fresno was the best team in low A, you know, Spokane, they they weren't the best team in, in high A, but, like, 
they were a very respectable high A team. And I think they're going to get some, some rein just, it all kind of got a little clutter at the end of the season. You know, you're going to have Tovar in double A. That's like one of the few minor leaguers we can confirm where they're going. Cause he's on the double A roster. Um, like they put him there for a reason. So they're going to have Tovar, you know, they're going to have a great rotation. And that's what I'm most excited about. You're going to have McMahon. You're going to have Noah Davis heading that rotation. I think that's going to get you a lot of wins. Plus the bullpen, you know, our man Dugan Darnell is going to be in that Hartford bullpen along with probably like Gavin Hallwell, um, maybe Shelby Lackey, some of those other guys. Like it's going to be a great bullpen, overall good pitching staff. So hopefully the lineup has enough to just run the table. Yeah. The yard goats are going to be fun. It's just that, that double, double a East is just stacked with talent. That's the only thing. But yeah, I really like that. The yard goats are going to be so much fun to watch. James? James? Yeah, I'm going Grizz because everybody's sleeping on the Grizz for whatever reason. How are they think sleeping some guys on graduated. Hibernating? Think, think some guys graduated and they can't replenish the talent. I think I think they're going to be just fine in that nice sunny weather in California. Where it's like 150 degrees and it makes sure the guy that you're interviewing's phone overheat and he has to come back 10 minutes later when it finally cools down. Okay, you're being dramatic. No, that really <laughs> happened. Don't you remember Sam Weatherly when we talked to him last year? I, yeah, it happened one time, okay? Yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, it, happened. it will never happen again to anyone in the history of the world. Yeah, especially when climate change especially isn't getting any worse, so there's no way that, you know, weather... It's only getting colder. Correct. You know, it snowed today, so... <laughs> Hello. Today. In fact, the world is getting colder. So, ipso facto... Fresno wins all the time. <laughs> what, what are your hot takes for the minor league players? What's the crazy stat that is just going to happen? Um, they're going to wear sleeveless black taco uniforms. For how many games? Though, that's the real question. I, want, oh, I should have asked Julian that. I wonder if he knew. It's a, definitely going to be all night games. No. Definitely all night games. Guns out. Guns out daytime. No, that's Guns gonna... out. Sun's not out. No, it is. It's Fresno. We just established this. My hot take is that Duke and Darnell will have 35 saves all season combined. Okay. I think he had like 20-ish. He had mid-20s last year across both. Going 30-ish. 35 I... saves. Okay. I'm going Veen, pulling out the ESPN documentary, 30 for 30, 30, 30 season, 30 homers, 30 stolen bases. And he's going to be a unanimous top 10 prospect in minor league baseball. I love that. Yeah, 30 for 30. Yeah, he was – he has the – yeah, he'll do that. Make light work of that. James, your hot take? Uh, Rockies draft Kumar Rocker. <laughs> Shock the world, baby. <laughs> they yeah, pass right. on him at eight, or was it nine? I don't remember. And they're yeah, going to pass him. on him, and he's going to slip all the way to second, and then Rockies going to snoop him up. Or better yet, front office is just going to bungle this whole thing, draft him eight. Let's go. Just first pick, first round pick. This is all Kumar Rocker. Oh, yeah. 
Could you oh, imagine God. that chaos? I don't even know. Oi. That sounds Oi. <laughs> I mean, pessimistic James just <clears throat> bringing down the party. I'm not pessimistic. I'm optimistically humorous. Yeah, and we're back. Um, I had to take a breath after that one. But this is... We've all given our guys... We gave you our hot takes. We'll post that on the Instagram. We'll have the graphic department get on that and I, see what you guys thought. Thank, Share your comments. Always, heck, if you want to leave us a voicemail and send it to blakestreetbanter at gmail.com, that'd be great. We can add that into the pod. Always here for a fun time. Interact with us. That's what we want. Just come hang. Uh, again, a lot of cool things happening. We're starting to schedule like who's watching what game so we can put out the highlights on the Twitter. So we'll keep you updated on our guys along with the Rockies prospects. It's just 2022 is the year of BSB doing cool shit. So buckle up, prepare, join us, and let's have fun. Anything else, Hoes? Yeah, send a voicemail and tell James that he's an idiot. Please, dude. I I don't know what I'll give. I'll give out stickers. Watch, watch me I'll be give... more correct. <laughs> there is absolutely no way. Let's go, Rockies minor league affiliates. Woo! Welcome to Blake Street Banter. He wants the. No, wait. Three, two, one. Welcome to the road to Blake Street Banter. That is our new. Rock's Pod intro name came up with that on the whim. So we're just going to roll with that. Much better vibe than uh, BSB on the farm. So Blake, Road to Blake Street banter. Got to make sure you put that pause in it, James. Make sure you do that pause in there. James, so what's up? What's up? Okay. That that mic is going to do you well. (laughs) That mic is going to do real well for you. Uh, family of the pod officially, Julian, say hi. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. Happy and to be back. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we made this work. It's, yeah. it's a big night for all of us because we have our draft right after this, We're talking to you. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped also because uh, I was watching some baseball earlier. I didn't really catch the final score, but I saw the Giants played the Rockies today. Did you guys get the score? And uh, we yeah, are probably, also I, joined by Tomas. <laughs> Tomas is here, 20 season ticket holder. Uh, Fresno Grizzly, he's our IG takeover opening night. He'll probably show up a few times throughout the season. Uh, Tomas, how are you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Very good. Excited for both of you to be here. I am Julian as a Giants fan, but we won't hold that against him. We still like him for whatever reason. Um, but we are here just talking ball, having fun. Uh, let's start with you, Jules. How have you been? What are you up to? And how comfortable are those taco sleeveless jerseys? Because they look incredible right now. Yeah, I mean, they are super soft and comfortable. I will say that I went to the cage, took some hacks. And it does add at least plus 10 to your power. And if you're a power hitter like Yankee L. Fernandez, it's probably plus 25. So uh, the day that he wears this, I would be prepared for a home run to probably hit Tulare Avenue and just go way out there. So um, these are, you you know, cage bombs, they're endless. So let's go with at least 40 um, out of 165 swings. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, let's go with that. I like that number. Um, the, the, slug, the slugging percentage was definitely up there. Um, and, you know, with, with the sleeveless aspect, you get a lot of range of motion. Uh, you get to use the dad guns like I got, you know. So um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I think the guys are in for a real treat. It's uh, something different. We're excited to unveil it. I know a lot of our fans, including Tomas, have expressed interest in purchasing a jersey and also just, you know, seeing all the gear that we have that goes along with it. So uh, we hope that it generates the same kind of uh, buzz that night also. So the real question is, did you hit the taco bar afterwards? After the That's day? the plan. After, after this, I'm actually going to hit the taco truck on my way home. And then, you know, I'm going to go with at least four tacos. I'll probably get with at least six after that. And then. You know, we'll see where we end up. So. <laughs> you going? You going with the barbacoa or what? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I like this uh, type of meat. It's called tripas. It's oh, uh, more no. or less known as uh, the cow intestine, but it's something that uh, like my family, like my wife, and then they like to eat that. So I kind of got accustomed to it. I also like uh, some of the different like things like lengua and all that. But asada solid, chicken solid. Uh, I really don't have anything that I don't touch. So that's kind of where I stand on it. That I'm open to almost anything. Yeah, the you're, you're a braver man than me. Yeah, you really are. Never, never got into that. Yeah, so, but how, yeah, I mean, get being in Fresno, you're exposed to a lot of different, you know, things, and you know, there's all kinds oh, yeah. of cool trucks and availability. So, uh, you know, the the taco truck scene and the food truck scene itself has just blown up so much over the last two and a half years with the pandemic and everything, uh, kind of snowballing that a little bit faster and. Uh, it's just really cool to see how many different variations of something that you you might know is very simple that there actually are out there. So, okay, so I got two questions. Um, so, Julian and Tomas, you can answer this too. Top okay. top taco truck in town. What's your go to? Let's go your go to. That, that that means different. Oh man! So for me, my go to taco is this place uh, locally, right, right on the other side of the street here. It's called La Elegante. Uh, they got really good tacos. They make uh, the cabeza taco, which is basically like beef cheek that they slow simmer and it's super shredded. It's really good. Uh, the hot sauce is like burn your mouth. So if you're not really up for that, I would say stay away. But that's one of those places where they give you uh, what you pay for, not only with the amount of food, but with the flavor and everything else. So that's my go to. Okay. Tomas? Uh, my go to. They used to be a taco truck, but now they have a restaurant just past center field there at Chick Chantry Park. It's called Dab Tacos. Okay. But yep. Elegante is pretty good, and so is El Premio Mayor. So yeah. any one of those three, you you can't go wrong with any of those three for sure. Nah, yeah, you can't. He's he's not wrong there. All they're all and really like, great options. And like Julian said, you know, um, the three buzz mine have to be a little bit more well done, more crispy. I don't like them chewy, but yeah. like you said, you're exposed to so much and the food scene just blew up during the pandemic. So you're always trying something different. I yeah, love that. We're going to have to go get some tacos, James. Dab tacos is cool because they got surf and turf. So they offer like lobster and steak fries and shrimp and steak. Yeah, and, shrimp and steak. So uh, right. the, the thing about them is that they kind of like teeter on what is authentic Mexican style but they use those same kind of like recipes and kind of backgrounds to their food. So they've, they've taken a more modern idea of a taco truck. And then like Tomas said, now they have a shop. So they've grown a lot over the past uh, two, three years since I've known about them being around. Okay. So 
Sweet. And then my second question is for you specifically, Julian. You have the chef background. Are you playing it on any taco trucks or any restaurant stuff? What are you doing? What are you doing? In, no, so in the kitchen uh, here. You know, uh, for me, honestly, I'm I'm not really doing anything like taco truck wise, but I do try to get involved with, uh, you know, any sort of maybe like special game item that you know I can think of, or I always put ideas out there. That's kind of how I get involved with a lot of the things that a normal ticket person doesn't do is just kind of blurting out like an idea like to jb i'll I'll, i uh, dm him a message about some sort of thing that i see i'm like dude that looks so cool like i wonder if we could do that and you know most of the time i'm not expecting him to take it and like do it right away or anything but the idea is that we all kind of communicate so well with each other uh there's things that i'm sure he's not exactly on the same kind of you know frame with as that i'm i'm in and maybe they might expose him to something that we could actually do and the same thing goes for like, you know, just any other things that I see on Instagram and stuff like that. So, okay. but food wise, food wise, I haven't really done much. I've just been trying to focus on taking uh, my kind of uh, input here and doing what I can with uh, the Grizzlies since, you know, over this past off season, I got moved to full time uh, nice. in the ticket sales department. So okay. uh, yeah, I'm very, very fortunate for that. And still very thankful for this opportunity that I don't even know how it's lasted this long, but we just keep going with it, right? So, yeah, and here you focus, are. Focus, focus on taking them daddy hacks. Got it. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because like a couple of weeks ago, I was looking through my phone and I found the message from a year ago when uh, Eric Moreno hit me up about coming back, and I was like, man, it's like it's been a whole year since all that happened, but it feels like so much longer because of all the, you know, games. Everything has so much going on within it that it makes time kind of feel like it's expanded. So, right, yeah. Yeah, who would have thought that you were throwing BP to Eddie Diaz in the in the offseason, sitting in the dugout, yeah. with the taco sleeveless out, and just watching the new scoreboard go up <laughs> all within a year. I mean, yeah, if you're I mean, living, you if you're gonna to... live a life, that's that's where it's at. And if I you mean, are if you are listening, we do have this on our YouTube and you will want to go see it because Julian's out here giving a us a quick little tour. Is that good enough? Can you guys see kind of out there? What's going I can on? see I a mean, be, I can oh, see yeah. a big giant empty space, but it looks like okay, it's so... gonna go there. Yeah, so they do. They are. There's someone out there right now working on everything. Uh, he's uh, working on putting some of those panels in. So probably, if I had to guess, they'd be about halfway done with the panel installation by today, and then hopefully have the rest of it done by the end of the week. So that way, we're good to go for next Friday. And yeah, I mean, we're confident with with it all getting finished. The, the new lights have already been used. We had our soccer right. match here uh, last week, so those right. have had a chance to kind of get fired off. The sound system is amazing. Like. When you walk from the player parking lot through the concourse, you feel like you're in a tunnel of sound now and you're basically immersed in the music. So it's going to be really, really cool. Uh, The first time you walk through the gates, there will be a bit of sound on the outside and then a new sound on the inside and then the game sound at your seats that you'll hear as well. So it's a fully immersive experience that we've really taken a lot of time to try to make sure we do as best we can for our fans. Uh, Most people won't notice facially like the difference about the stadium up front, but the first night game that you're here for, you'll notice the difference in the lighting. Uh, the first time a Grizzly player hits a home run, it's going to be uh, a show. It's going to be epic. I don't know exactly what they have planned for the lights, but there's going to be some sort of crazy show that goes with that. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think the Rockies won won the lottery when we did the, uh, what is it, the reorganization of the minor leagues. Yeah, President definitely acting like uh, the triple A organization they used to be and still yeah. keeping that standard. I love that. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely have been on that same mindset throughout the offseason. 
you know, one thing that we can't control is what level of play we're offered by Major League Baseball, but we can't control how we work ourselves. And we can control what we can do here within our little town in our little stadium here. So uh, we do what we can to try to provide the best experience. Um, and we don't let the fact that we're single A or triple A or whatever uh, level we, we want to call it, you know, make a difference on that. So um, that's why we're investing all this money into our video board, into our stadium, into our uh, fans. So that way they can get the most out of it when it's all said and done. Okay, one, one quick quiz question. Uh-oh. Yeah. Before, before it was Fresno, who was it that was in the Rockies organization? Lancaster. Bingo. Yeah, and the reason why I know that is because I had a season or a, a mini plan holder that actually told me how he would buy tickets. He's from Lancaster, and he came up here to come see Fresno Grizzly games so often too. But because the trade, the change from uh, one to another, he was like, "Oh yeah, I come out to Fresno now because I like following the Rockies and all that." So kind nice. of kind of funny how that came up, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that pretty wild. I I expected that to be a little bit harder. <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. I, it it'll up, probably honestly yeah. be the, the the Rockies trivia like from last time. That was pretty stumpish. I mean, I was thinking back on it, I'm like, man, I wish I would have just thought more clearly to Galarraga, you know? But <laughs> who's who's the lone Rockies Hall of Famer? Oh, Larry Walker. God damn it. And oh, who's, the, who's the next one on the docket? <laughs> yep, got it. Oh, Todd Hilton. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Who, be, right? who has the prettiest swing in baseball? Slash Rockies history. Ooh, uh, I mean, that's kind of. I, I guess I like Dante Bichette's swing, but I honestly like Galarraga's more because Galarraga, of how violent yeah. it was. Like it wasn't the prettiest, but it was violent in a sexy way. Like when he violent touched the ball, yeah. Like when he touched the <laughs> ball, it was like, oh man, watch out because it was going 450 feet minimum. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the prettiest swing though, I. I guess it'd have to be Larry because he had that all those hits and all that, right? Or who would you guys say? Oh, it's Cargo. Cargo. Uh, no, he's he's long. He's super lunky, but he's long. Yeah. He had a whole. He had a whole like the yeah. size of the outfield out there. Yeah, you're wrong. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's because I brought up the score. I understand. You got two out of three. You did great. You, <laughs> you did really you know? good there. Much better uh, representation than last time. So yeah. we're right, probably great. I'm, I'm getting better at this. What can I say? I'm getting better. <laughs> All right, Tomas, you yeah. are Fresno baseball like fandom from the beginning. I understand, right? Well, when they came to town in 98, I would go watch games at Pete Biden Field. And I go to a handful of games every single year. And then in 2015, once the Giants left, I decided, you know what? I'm here enough. Let's just get season tickets. So this is year seven of season tickets. But yeah, I've been attending since 1998 from the beginning. Season tickets since seven years. So do you go to all the home games or... Because that's pretty a much. Um, it started off in 2015. I think I missed like three or four games. And then 2016, I missed another handful, 17, a handful. And I think in these six, seven years, I've missed 25, 30 games. That's impressive. Wow. Can you put a plaque wow. up, Julian? <laughs> hey, you know, we got a season ticket holder of the year. I'm hearing a lot of stats that lead towards uh, a possible candidate right here. So I definitely will take note. 
did it sting you a little bit when he said when the Giants uh, were not affiliated is when he started showing up more? Uh, you know, I understand why that might be. And as much as I have my personal feelings on why, you know, that may or may not be uh, the reason. But, uh, yeah, so it's okay. I mean, honestly, with the Giants leaving, uh, it opened up a lot of doors for the Grizzlies mm -hmm. to kind of be a little bit more market-based instead of using – the fact that we were with the Giants is kind of like that fallback. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's obviously a fan base here of Giants fans, but uh, it's kind of allowed us to turn into a more, you know, marketing kind of genius based organization where we're getting people out here for more reasons than just the baseball. So um, I think as much as a curse that you might think of as a Giants fan, it's a blessing as an organization that it turned into. So Man, I hope no Giants fans here, so we're all good. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh yeah. no, I don't know if you guys can see above me. I'm a I'm a huge Braves fan. Yeah, we so. were just gonna. I was just gonna ask about this uh, wall. Like your wall is way better than mine. Mine's all scattered all over. I don't know if you see that, Julian. Oh Car yeah, cargo right there. There that's he is. Cargo right there. Pretty swing. I got no. That's him saying yeah. And then. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this is hard. I'm it's not gonna do this anymore. Pretty swing. I mean, yeah, that's after right. that was after he hit a dinger because that's all he did oh, okay. was hit dingers because he's right. a badass. So Tomas, you, your memorabilia. What's going on behind you here? Because you you got a nice little setup, man. A little all jelly. Right, so let me, let me pick this up and. Oh, he's got a 49er flag. All right, you're back on Julian's good side. Yeah, we're all good. All there. right, so. So this is my uh, Braves memorabilia. It's every Brave who has their number retired. And then Terry Pendleton's right here at the bottom. Terry Pendleton, that's a name. So I got like Hank Aaron, Eddie Matthews, Warren Spahn, uh, Chipper Jones, Bobby Cox. If their number's retired from the Braves, I got it. And then I'm a little bit sad that uh, Freddie Freeman over here is going to the Dodgers, but uh, I even got blooper the Braves mascots <laughs> autograph. So is it, is Matt Olson coming soon or what's the deal? Gotta wait till he's retired. They gotta yeah, retire his um, number. They're gonna retire his number. That's yeah. Yeah, they gotta retire his number or yeah, win attention. an MVP like Pendleton did. Uh but well we're gonna try to get Olsen. Uh my brother and I, he's a Dodgers fan. We go to LA every year, Braves Dodgers. It's like the brother thing. So um we'll try to get it down there. And I also have tons of Grizzlies autograph players through the years. I got uh, Tucker, Preston, and Kyle. I got Correa. Who else do I got down here? Mark Appel, Tony Kemp, Teoscar Hernandez, uh, Tyler White. So, so is that I, who you're drafting? Are you drafting Teoscar? Round two? I already did my draft. I can't remember who's on my team, though. Yeah, I don't think Tomas is in our, our league. Excuse me. Yeah, you're an idiot. Apologies. Yeah. No, fine. no, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I just grew up watching baseball, grew up playing baseball, and, you know, I need season tickets. It's cheaper in the long run, so year seven, here we come. Yeah, I love that. I love that commitment. Oh, and I have two, I have two seats because my ex-girlfriend wanted to come, and I was burning my unused tickets to bring her or buying tickets at the thing, so – I bought her a season ticket and then we broke up. So now I have two seats, I guess one for me, one for my bag. So <laughs> <laughs> you just got to bring someone else with you. Tomas, that's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. I bring, uh, I bring some it's friends. It's for the new girlfriend. Um, 
there you go yeah. that's, that's such a good first date like hey i have season tickets i have an empty seat like you just want to come hang out we need some tacos i hear they have then you hit the Fres- system and you hit the fresno social for a drink what else oh yeah there, team you know oh yeah i already i already have two beer bats so we're ready yeah. for the season to start man there it is so there it is ladies I'll let your boy Tomas right there and uh, <laughs> let's uh, let us know how put the goes. numbers in the comment section after uh, on the YouTube page. <laughs> yeah, ladies. Yeah. Please go ahead, drop, right. drop, drop your numbers. <laughs> are any moms that are listening that have daughters that need a nice man, nice young fella out here in Fresno? We're, we got you. And, and if you're wondering where my seats are, I'm in the front row, I'm eight feet away from home plate in the bullpen. Yes, so, thank you for clarifying. That's very, very important. <laughs> that I is am, important. I am, I am we're not we're not in the nosebleeds. We are there. So we're not quite nosebleeds, but we're not right behind home plate. I sit on the first base side right by the bullpen. So, right. so, so we got you can you can pick up the 10 that, inches on the slider. <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah. You, can hear, you can hear the ball whizzing by. You can yes. hear the bullpen talk, the bullpen banter. You, you can hear the bullpen talk. Arm bar. Okay. No, nothing. Okay. Moving on. All right. So that's even, I, I'm glad you mentioned your seats are because again, you are here, you are taking over our Instagram opening night and on the 8th of April, uh, we are literally, when you listen to this in your earbuds, it is a week away. So it's going to be pretty sweet. And you're going to just it, let us experience Fresno Grizzlies home opening baseball from afar like i just I just everything that you would do what's some of the what are some of the highlights that you have in mind that you're just going to show us all because i'm not going to be there but i will be no. there via the ig like i'm pretty stoked about this so i i don't know if it's a secret and maybe julian can or can elaborate but in years past um parker the mascot has hitched a ride with the sheriff's department and landed in center field um, the Fresno State Bulldog Parachute Team, I think they're called the Bulldog Blitz, they'll jump and land in the stadium. Um, I've seen Mounted Patrol. I've seen – it's always you, – you don't know what to expect with the Grizzlies. They always That's... surprise you. So, so we're hoping to get um, – however they deliver um, the game ball or whatever, my dog. My dog, Nacho. Get, get away, Notch. And so – We'll get, you know, the first pitch, the fireworks, the player introductions. Um, I guess a day a day in the life of a fan heading to the game. I live 15 minutes from my front door to the season ticket holder gate. It takes me 15 minutes to get there. Perfect. So. All the things. Sweet. So. Yeah. And then is there, it's a Friday night game, so I'm sure there's fireworks afterwards. Yeah, oh, yeah. game fireworks. Post game fireworks. Okay. Um, then we have the ball, ball, first ball being given. Got to show us all these highlights of this stadium. We need to see some eats. We need to oh, see yeah. what we need to see what the uh, Chicansey Park uh, gives out there for the eats. Um, we did just get a brand new executive chef here at the stadium as well this season. So nice. um, it's going to be one of those things that's going to be a nice little unveil as the season goes with some of his uh, kind of ideas and touches. So uh, something that we're kind of excited about. Um, he's got a lot of gastronomy kind of background where he kind of oh, does cool. some like really cool looking plates and stuff like that from what I've seen on his Instagram. 
Um, but I'm kind of interested to see how he turns that into a ballpark s kind of, you know, because yeah. in the Kodiak Club upstairs, that stuff's going to uh, do just fine. People are going to love that. But we all know that ballpark food is a little bit more kind of, you know, uh, hot dogs and burgers and, you know, a little bit kind of everything piled into something. And how can you make it as many calories in one bite as you can? So, uh, <laughs> but we're excited about it, though. He's he's really good from what I've seen of him so far. And he's excited to bring himself to the table and do some good things. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need all of that, man. We need all of that from both of you, and because I'm sure oh, you're yeah, gonna be, I've... you're gonna be in the stadium, right, Jules? Oh, of course. Yeah, I probably will sleep here on the seventh and wake up um, <laughs> here here in the dugout, um, and then I'll get kicked out because I'm not supposed to be near the players. But that'll be okay. I'll be out here before anybody has to bother me. But um, yeah, we I plan on being here the whole night. Um, we'll I'll stay through the time of the fireworks and then let everybody kind of get on their way and then take right. myself home. So, yeah, I'll be here. I'll, I'll send you guys kind of the behind-the-scenes version of it. Maybe uh, we'll have a little potluck downstairs in the T.O. Uh, haven't, haven't actually been down there very much during the offseason because I have my office upstairs now. So uh, yeah, you're, you're big dog now. I uh, know. It's, it's wild. I got two extensions. What can I say? So, but, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's good, though. I mean, we're, I'm excited for opening day. It's, uh, you know, sitting here in the dugout right now thinking about what, uh, the guys are going to be going through. A lot of them have never played in front of a big crowd, and this is going to be something that will captivate them in many more ways than just, you know, one. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, like, because um, uh, rosters have not been announced yet, but I imagine, like, Benny yeah. Montgomery is going to be there, right? That's just yeah. kind of it's going to be a given. So, dude, man, yeah. coming right out of high school, literally six months ago, and here we are. He's just going to be what 15,000 20,000 deep oh uh, we we're we're hoping for closer to like 11 or 12 um okay. that's that's like max capacity okay uh, with some standing room so um if we can get closer to 11 that'd be great um so yeah but, that's, that's yeah, gonna be something we're, we're yeah it's like the, the kind of like the grant levine thing where you know he's never done anything like that in front of that big of a crowd and uh for that particular night it was it was ruckus so Hopefully we have a, a really good start to the season. Um, I'm excited. I feel like even if some of the guys that I feel like we're going to end up with don't show up here, we're still going to have a good roster of guys. Oh, yeah. And, There's uh, so much talent know. coming up from the DSL and the Arizona Complex League and all the draft guys from last year. Like, I'm sure you'll have Joe yeah. Rock, too, the second-round pick, who's a nice little lefty from uh, yeah. Ohio. So there's going to be some talent there to watch again. We won't have my boy. Yeah, we won't have our boy, Duke and Darnell, but – you will have all the other talent for sure to watch. I, I am interested to see where Zach ends up because, in my yeah. opinion, I, I don't know what kind of spring he's had overall. I haven't heard much about him because, yeah. you know, it's big league camp, but I honestly hope that he ends up in AAA at some point this year so he can kind of get that exposure. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to go on a – I'm going to guess he's going to start in Spokane. I think he's going to start in Spokane. And then Tavar – Tavar – yeah, you guys saw Sol Tavar last year too. He'll probably be in yeah. Hartford, but yeah, there's gonna be yeah, like he had a pretty you, good. You, you said Yanquil Fernandez earlier. Well, that's just a name that I've seen a lot of, and yeah, he's he seems like there. one of those young Dominican summer league kids. So I'm yeah. kind of just putting two and two together with his age and all that. He's gonna rake. I mean, he's gonna rake in Fresno. I there's only so many spots that you know can be offered out there. So who knows who ends up where and all that, but. Yeah, I've, I've talked to Nick Wilson a little bit, like, 
about him kind of on the background and he's like dude watch out for him he's gonna be a beast so and you know nick knows what he's talking about he's seen a lot of good players over the last few years with the system so yeah he's gonna be real good yeah have you been keeping up at all tomas like any names that stand out to you no i'm I'll admit, I, I kind of follow more of the Braves because they're my team. So yeah. I'm slowly trying to start to learn the Rockies. Well, that's fair. That's what we're here for. So then give me an yeah. answer to this. Who's the, who's the most memorable dude that you have seen in Chicansey? Um, Probably, you know, Carlos Correa. I remember he hit like a 440-foot monster over the center field scoreboard off Barry Zito. That was that was pretty tight. And then um, me, one of the ex-girlfriends, and my good friend Eric, we, as a joke, we started this fan club, and it just grew into this like actual legit fan club. So we got to know uh, Garrett Stubbs, his parents, his like college coach, his cousins. We we even made an Instagram to make it you know Instagram official. But. Um, like a lot of the the Astros players and even Carter Keyboom, some of the Nationals players, you know, one game they amazing catch, one game a good hit, a monster home run. So it's kind of hard to narrow it down, but I'd say the fan club with Garrett Stubbs and Correa's just monster shot. Yeah. And the fact that it was I like Perisito, sweet too. Just just off the bat, you knew it was gone. It's like, where the heck is that thing gonna land? Yeah. yeah, those those are the fun ones to watch for those sure. The fun ones, I like that. Uh, all right, we're coming up on our time. We have our draft here, like five ten minutes. We gotta gotta lock it up here. Uh, Tomas, why are yeah. you a Braves fan? Because we got a Giants <laughs> fan down here. You got Braves fan over here. So, um, what is it about Atlanta? My mom worked for the school district, and so when she had to work late, she sent me home with my cousin. And so I'd go over there after school and we do homework and Atlanta games were either on at, you know, three 30 or like four Oh seven, four Oh eight. So we'd finish our homework and we'd watch the Braves play because they're on TBS. So I remember, you know, Avery Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, Chipper Jones, Terry Pendleton, when they lost, you know, to the, to the blue Jays and then the strike. And then they finally won it in 95 you know, by the time I, my mom would pick me up, the Giants would be on here locally in Fresno at like 6.30, 7 o'clock, and oh, I already watched baseball. <laughs> I already watched the Braves. I already watched the Braves and, you know, just kind of stuck with the Braves. Yeah. TBS was probably the best babysitter in the 90s. Like, I watched oh, yeah. a lot of Braves baseball. I have a, we have a good friend that is a – two good friends that are Braves fans because of TBS. and. Oh, yeah. Kind of miss those days, yeah. man. Like t- I mean, TBS and WGN, like you always had Cubs, Cubs or Braves yeah. on all the time. Cubs or Braves. Like I, I mean, love that. Yeah. I I kind of can I guess maybe score points. I'm a big Colorado Avalanche fan. Okay. So I don't know if you guys are Avalanche fans, but I have so many questions. Yeah, you have the 49ers <laughs> flag too. Like it's why why are you an Avs fan? Probably because they they won the Stanley Cup in 1997. Is that why? Uh, no, I. Patrick I Roy. Like, that logo, that logo is pretty cool. Roy. Like, Patrick, he Roy. said Roy. Who's this guy? Patrick Roy. Patrick Roy. Yeah. 
yeah it was just <laughs> they got a cool looking logo it's a mountain you know i'm, I'm gonna start following that team that's all it and was then, uh, that's pretty sick the, the, yeah. I, my basketball team is the orlando magic because the little penny commercials and then the 49ers i was born the day they won the super bowl so that makes sense I, you know i have my, my my weird reasons that i like the teams i like but i'm really looking forward to showing you guys a day in the life of a fan and what to do in fresno what to eat at the park people you might encounter um there's one gal there who says she's met over 20,000 people in her 20 years of being a season ticket holder. And there's amazing food. There's amazing drinks, the people. Um, I joke, I see the Grizzly fans more than I see my family. So, <laughs> And that's okay. I mean, at this yeah. point, I feel like we're family with the Grizzly people right now. This will be fun. Oh, and, yeah. if, and we need to see all that's Parker, Parker Bear and I got, we got stickers being passed out and they're the, the, the good size. Out, so. They're the good oh, size. Uh, did I send oh, you yeah, some extra mini ones too? Yeah, there's the mini yeah, ones. We got some yeah. little mini <laughs> ones too. So, <laughs> so, so if, if anyone's you, listening and you see me, ask me for one of these. I'll be handing them out at the game. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe to make him do something silly for it. I don't Aaron, know. are you the Shed Creek? Yeah. You have the first pick. Okay. You're, you're nervous? All right, who should I pick? Oh, this is for you, Thomas. Tomas, I who should I pick in the first overall in the draft? Our fantasy draft right now. Oh, give me one. I think I, I picked I picked fourth, and I went with Trey Turner. You had Trey Turner fourth. Yeah, for Martin Marquez, you won't do it. No, I was I, I, you're I was right, the I fourth pick. I got him yeah. round one, pick four. I got Trey Turner. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Trey Turner should always go one or two. Just draft Connor Joe and be done with it already. No. I'll <laughs> we'll see if Dugan Darnell is available. As a Giants fan <laughs> who knows very much about Connor Joe, you're overthinking his value and you're not taking advantage of him right now. <laughs> you're in the league. Stop talking. No. <laughs> you're trying, to, this like, is, this is, you're trying this. to convince me to do something stupid. I'm not doing it, Jules. Do it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. All right. It's Instagram takeover. It is, it starts at 6.50 Pacific time. So it'll be like 10 o'clock my time, Eastern time, which is fine. That's why Tomas is on the ones and twos over on the Instagram. Go find us, Blake Street Banter, spell it out. It's the whole S-T-R-E-E-T thing there. And just come hang out with Tomas and us. And I'm sure you're going to have some stories up, some posts up and some uh, Instagram live moments. Um, And if you're listening again, the YouTube Jules is out here showing us from field level, Chicansey Park. Like, I mean, the Fresno Grizzlies have just been very nice to us. And I'm excited just to spend the summer with Fresno from Michigan. Be be with us. Be with us. Hang you'll out. Have, let's let's all go have a good time. A I'm trying to convince my wife to let me. I she wants to do family trips and I just want to go out and hang with the dudes in Easton Tacos. Disneyland is a few hours south, so you can mix that in there if you need to. Okay, so like an hour and a half north we got sequoia kings canyon san francisco la we're right in the middle of everything all right yeah why hey no okay i have, I have been working <laughs> on my sales the last few uh months so if you need me to give her a cold call i can definitely do my best to try to make that happen yeah. I, I promise i won't be with touch. the yeah the it's not the used cars uh salesman pitch i promise <laughs> she would she love that she, she went on a whole phone, random phone call ran earlier today we won't get into that now 
That's it. We're done. <laughs> Go Fresno Grizzlies. Woo! Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.